This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations of fall movies live in you now. But this is your fight. We're going to win this war not by saying what we hate, but recommending what we love. No, I just realized what that was. Look, it was a two-parter. No! It was, I combined Luke and Rose Tico. I don't know what it is. What else would you do? Welcome to Bagatelle. I'm Joel. (laughs) I'm Kent. And Jacob. Jake, welcome back. Welcome back, Jacob. I missed you guys. As much as we love. Did you really miss us? Group hug. I did. As much as we love Dollar Tree Jacob. We really love having (laughs) you back, Jacob. So thank you for coming. And thank you for Stephen Ross being there last week. Thank you for listening to Stephen Ross last week on our... Uh, celebrity doppelganger show yeah. or uh, lookalike. I have not listened to the show yet, Stephen, but I hear he did a good job. Yeah. So. And by the show, he means bacon sale. He has not listened to bacon sale. <laughs> you know, sale. we actually mentioned that on the show. We're How like, you feel like, he's not going to listen. Yeah, we're like, let's make fun of Jake. He's not going to listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that'd be fair. I have caught you guys with that sometimes. You have. Yeah. Actually, I think your wife caught us. That could be. Yeah. But uh, I want to point out one match that someone brought up. Uh, Scott Goldsmith actually mentioned, did Matt Damon and Marky Mark Wahlberg not make the episode? And I went, Oh, yeah. Like they don't. It's one of those things where they, they do, especially in The de- Departed. Yeah. I have a right. hard time remembering who is who in that movie. Leo's fine. He's a different like, person. Normally, I wouldn't think that. But The Departed, yes. <laughs> the Departed yeah, is that's one it. just yeah, so many dudes together. and so much bravado and testosterone I'm trying in that to think, movie. I'm trying to think of a Matt Damon quote. Oh, yeah. Uh, and do it a Marky Mark accent. Okay, here you go. So it's like, hey there. You like these apples? Here. How do you like them apples? Say hi to your mom for me. It's pretty good. There you go. That's my Marky yeah. Mark doing Matt Damon. They're now the same person. So confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for listening kind to like last week's episode. episode. It was a fun episode. Yeah, we enjoyed doing that, and we hope you we hope you did look up some of these people and that we helped clarify who was who and who was the better one as well. Yeah. I actually realized that Ooh, we... you covered who's the better one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I might have to listen now. I, I love this as a surprise <laughs> to you. It was funny, though, because we feel like everyone should know who these people are. And yes, it's a podcast. We're not showing pictures of what they look like. That would have been so, helpful. So yeah, we hope you looked it up or at least knew who they were. We hope so. Yeah. That's why I can't put a lot of them on the episode image. Mm-hmm. And a good job on that again. Yeah. Uh, but we also have like, some exciting news. As it is September. We officially enter the month of September, which is one month closer to what, Kent? Halloween. Yes. Or I should say October. So what we're doing Halloween is season. we're doing two months of Halloween shows this year. <laughs> AKA your favorite just, time of year. Just no, to we're, we're not some really. of our listeners. <laughs> no, 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 really. no. But we are doing a contest uh, during uh, a giveaway, we'll call it, during the month of September. Yep. Well, if you are a patron of Bacon Cell during the month of September, meaning you are a patron as Current, of September future, 30th, you name it. On October 1st, we will do a drawing of all existing patrons, and one of you, with a guest, will be invited to Scary Night with Bacon Sales. Scary, scary Date Night. night. Scary oh, Date Night. Like it was planned. Did you have some lightning sound effects right there? <laughs> no, in post. Shirk. Shink. No, no. Wolverine. <laughs> My hands did this weird palsy thing. What is a Scary Date Night with Bacon Sale? Scary Joel? Date Night with Bacon Sale is uh, we are going to take you and a guest out to uh, dinner. We'll have a nice dinner together. Yeah, sure. It's not just scary to be with us. That's what's all scary about it. Okay. Indeed. And then we'll take you to a haunted house. Not like a ghost hunt where we're actually going to a place that's haunted. Like one of those commercial haunted houses such as uh, Nightmare on 13th or Fear Factory. Just to make it more interesting, Kent will be dressed up as Mr. Mistopheles. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's terrifying. Don't make that promise because it could happen. (laughs) But yes, if you are a patron of Bacon Cell, you will be be automatically entered into winning that prize. 
prize. Yes. Now, we know some people out there don't. Prize like. is in quotation marks. <laughs> but it's Time to spend with us. It, yeah, yeah, it's cool. And it, is, it is cool. Hang out with preteens and makeup yeah. at haunted houses. Yeah, drama kids. But uh, we know that you know haunted houses may not be for all of you. So if you don't like that, maybe we could go to like an escape room or a scary movie or even a regular movie. Go to a petting zoo. I don't know what your thing is. I could is. get banned on Twitter for saying this, but pansies. <laughs> <laughs> Just come to the spook alley. Yes, but yeah. we'll be going to spook alley haunted house with you and a guest. So that is the prize. But but, but also. But wait. There's more. For every what? new patron this September. Or upgraded patron. Or upgraded patron. Meaning you move from one tier to another. We have a new incentive. No, it's not a delayed drawing from me. No, it's <laughs> have not. Have you a, finished all those Burton drawings yet? You know, I actually finished most. I just Don't haven't worry about sent it. them. Oh, okay. They're in my sketchbook right now. If Ken hasn't sent you his Burton drawing, get after Actually, him. remind, remind me because remind I'll him. send them. Yeah. And no, Joel's not going to write a song this time. This time... We're torturing Jake. In fact, you torture Jake. Are what? torturing torture Jake. Jake. This is called the. Is it the Jacob what? torture? Cha- no. Jacob, Jacob torture chamber. Da- Jacob torture chamber. That's it. Jacob torture twist. Would you just do a Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so it's on Jake now. So for every new patron, you and, and as we learned a couple episodes ago, Jake hasn't seen a lot of movies that everyone else has seen. You get to re- recommend, at least compared to you two. Yeah, you get to recommend, and we hope bad movies or bad food i have agreed to this listeners so if you have a movie that you want to torture me with or if you just want me to now, review when you, it when you say a bad movie what, what are we talking like not obviously not anything overly violent or vulgar or anything like that yeah you know it just we'll leave it to your discretion like, and i, I like I, boo to a Medea halloween that would be perfect i love that one actually this will be great uh yeah. fright night too you know because obviously the horror thing would still be fun yeah. for the season and you and said food as well right? food as well so i also said that'll be I, I i don't know why i agreed to that now that i'm saying it out loud but century eggs for example but i will Ooh. i Kimchi. will review this on patreon balut in a video don't Can do you get pollute. that anywhere? Oh, I don't want. I don't want that here in yeah. the bacon cave. So that's actually. if you become a new patron, or if you uh, at Patreon.com/slash Bacon Sale, or if you upgrade. If you're already a patron and upgrade from one tier to another, you get the opportunity to submit an idea to torture Jacob. And listen, this also might be an opportunity. And then if, you'll, if you'll, you can put those reviews on Patreon. On as well. Patreon, yeah. And so you'll have the video review there. And you know what? If even if I'm trying to shy away from the torturing, you can torture me. But also, if you just want to be nice and you want something to get some exposure, I can talk about it on the show. If you're oh, like, yeah. my favorite restaurant has this salad that's delicious. That's... Drench it in goat's blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm trusting you Obviously guys. Obviously, it has to be safe food as well. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I will do that. And I don't know. That should be pretty interesting. And I'll start doing it right away. So as soon as you join. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to reach out to you or reach out to us and we'll work it out and I'll start watching or eating. However, this goes. There it is. So it's Ooh, a good time. It'll be crazy. But, but we're not talking about goat's blood. No. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Goat's blood. Wait. Our no, goat's he said, blood tearing show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blood tearing show. I Nope. Uh, oh, be oh. positive, everyone. Save it for Halloween season when we do those kind of things. Uh, today we're talking about the fall movie preview. Fall gentlemen. movie slash end of year movie. This is kind yeah, of the, the catch all at the end of the year. They call it the fall movie. This season. is always a fun show. Uh, we, we've done this a couple it's times. It's also before. Oscar preview sort of too. It yeah, really yeah. is. This is this is kind of our traditional show where we, we do one of these kind of a look forward to the end of the year to see what's out there. But before yeah. we look forward, Joel, let's take a look back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so planned Set now. <laughs> guys, remember when we were just natural? <laughs> <laughs> I'm natural. Uh-huh. You make me feel like a natural oh, podcaster. No. All right. What are we doing when we look back? Well, because we look back because we had our predictions for our summer show. We gave uh, it's similar in format. We gave five ones we wanted to avoid or we wanted to flop and then five we were looking forward to. Yes. For example, on the summer show, I wanted to avoid avoid child's play, which I did. 
I wanted to avoid Aladdin, which I did. I wanted to avoid Toy Story 4, which I did. I wanted to avoid Lion King, which I did. And I wanted you to avoid The Hustle, which I did. Wait, what was the last I one? I avoided hustle. everything I wanted to avoid. Yeah, The Hustle. Maybe you're going to you're gonna see <laughs> Aladdin and Lion King here's, at some here's point. Here's what makes though. me laugh. Basically, if I don't take you to a screening, that's you avoiding the I movie. I avoided it! <laughs> like, avoid, yeah. Like, literally, literally Kent you said... You couldn't make it to Lion King. It was, no, Kent said, do you want to go to Lion King? And I was like... Because you had to take work off, like I took yeah, work like off in the middle of the day, and I said yeah, I don't recommend it. Just yeah. don't don't take work but, off. But and then you know I wanted these to flop, and none of them did. Child's Play made about four times its budget. Aladdin made one over a billion. Toy Story made over a billion. Lion King made one point five billion. One point five. And then the hustle, Shutter. the hustle, that horrible, no Two good, billion. dirty rotten scoundrel remake. It had a budget of twenty one million dollars. It made ninety five million dollars. Unbelievable. Most of it overseas. Not a lot here in the States. Okay. So it's just such a clever movie. Those Stop are my that. avoidances. Makes sense. Kent, what, were your, what were your avoidances? So I didn't see most of mine either. So the number five was Palms. Didn't see that one, but Palms. I will be watching it uh, on Kent. Oh, that's cheerleader. The, Diane Cheer- Keaton is cheerleader. cheerleader. in the rest home. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number four is Angry Birds Movie 2. Did not see that one. Your kids didn't make you? No, thankfully. Oh. In fact, I won't let them. Number three is Aladdin. I somehow missed that even existed. I saw that one, wanted it to bomb, and uh, it's okay. It's way better than Lion King. Didn't bomb. It didn't bomb at all. Uh, Playmobil, the movie, was number two, and that one was delayed. Okay, so I, was gonna say, I, don't remember, I don't remember that one hitting the theaters. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why would it, anyways? And number one was Brightburn, and this movie also bombed. I mean, it probably made it probably money made money because but it, it wasn't, wasn't made for success. any money. Yeah. Did it but bomb? I, I eventually watched it on uh, Amazon, I believe, and it's just it's a really bloody movie, which is kind of fun, but it's <laughs> it's really poorly written. Do you like how blood makes it okay? But it's really poorly written. Blood is fun. Yeah. You wanted to like it a little bit more. I did because the, the kills were kind of fun, but then mm-hmm. there's no movie behind it. Mm. But yeah. did you hate it as much as you thought you were going to? No. It was still lazy, but I, I didn't hate it. Oh, no. It's too bad because it looked like it wasn't lazy at all. It looked like they were it's really you should, you should watch it just because it's, it's not weird. good. That's weird. Right. The, I'm recommending bad movies to Jake tonight, by the yes. way. All right, Ken, what's your so what's your the five movies I wanted to see for the and summer? I saw all of them. Did you see all of yours? No, I did not. Okay, number five was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Number four was Midsummer. Three, Yesterday. Two, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And number one was John Wick Three. You saw all those then, right at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. And I liked or loved them all. Oh, good. In fact, you know, my least favorite of the group is probably Yesterday. Not Midsummer, Which is crazy. But you liked that one. I did. So the least was even And it's it's still like a B movie. And so I'd say my favorite's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even though I thought John Wick 3 would be the standout, which it is a standout, but Hollywood was my pick. Huh. Interesting. Uh, For mine, I wanted to see The Dead Don't Die, uh, but Ken did and he said he wasn't impressed, so I stayed away. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I wanted to see, but I was on vacation when the screening happened, and I I thought about driving the four-hour drive just to come back and see the screening, but then I figured it's way until October. Listener, I feel like we need to explain to Joel that movie theaters are always open. (laughs) And you don't have to drive all the way to the woods. (laughs) But literally, tonight, you could go see Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yes, but I don't want to go alone. I will go with you. Is it too scary? It's It's actually kind of scary. I'm excited to see it, it, actually. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I may have to go see that one soon. Uh, Yesterday, I missed the screening, too, because this was, uh, I think this screening happened the day after another screening, and I I couldn't take it. I couldn't go because I already had stuff going on. Uh, John Wick 3, still waiting for clear play on that one. Yeah. And then Spider-Man Far From Home was my number one. Oh, it was. I watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, rest in peace. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we, we talked we, about we this. We did a whole pick oh, the bit. Ship and a, yeah. We did it. Oh, you did? We did a pick a bit on it. Okay, good. We also said Jacob wouldn't listen to that. 
<laughs> totally. Didn't even know you recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you even did the show without me. <laughs> we didn't. We just sat yeah, here. I heard once a time Hollywood was a little sleepy. Yeah, it's a little sleepy. Yeah. But it's like eating a fine meal in all this glut of blockbusters this year. Hmm. It's just it's three and a half hours of a fine meal. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds a little much. Yeah. It's two hours, 40 minutes, by the way. But <laughs> still round up. Yeah. All right. But then let's talk about uh, the fall, the end of year, the movies that are coming up before we do. I did listen to last year's fall. I love listening to these the fall previews from the year before or the year before. Just to just, see how wrong we were? Well, it's a time capsule. Yeah. You, you get to see this. Like last fall, I was looking forward to Venom. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of my you main knew. picks. You knew. And that was one of your knew. favorites of 2018, wasn't it? No. In top top three. I really hated that movie. <laughs> like a turd. In the uh, and then Kent, actually, it was great because we were talking. He, one of his most anticipated was Halloween, the new Halloween movie. Oh, okay. This is last year, yeah. last fall. Uh, and he said, I was like, well, who do you think is going to die? And he said, I predict that Laurie Strode and Michael Myers will die together. And then Jacob says in an embrace. And Jacob's like, probably. And he's like, that's the way it's going to go down. Did it go down that way, Kent? No. That's right. In fact, they planned two more sequels. Yeah. Two more. Seriously? Sequels. Yeah. And then it's going to end. Yeah. Well, because the trilogy is a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then it's going to end. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which was our, one of which our favorite movies. Which we hadn't seen at that point. We, we hadn't seen it at that point. It was coming out. It both made our honorable mentions. Like, neither one of us wanted to put it in our main thing. We're like, yeah, you know, a cartoon, whatever. Yeah. And it's so great. Uh, First Man was our, was our number one pick last year, <sighs> which we both kind of were lukewarm about. Um, I wanted to say that Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, my number one pick to bomb last yeah. year. And it did. Was the lowest grossing, is the lowest grossing Harry Potter installment to date. Which is still a lot of money. And then one thing, one more thing I want to mention about last year's show, which made me laugh, was that I said, mark my words, Green Book will be nominated for either Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor. And I was right. And we didn't even, Ken, you and I didn't talk about this at all. It was Jacob that brought up the movie. What about that? What about that movie with the, with the, the Viggo Mortensen driving around? Yeah, I was yeah, surprised yeah. you didn't bring it up because yeah. it looked like it would, it would be, you know, worth something. Get some attention. Yeah. Didn't Turns you try to do uh, Viggo Mortensen's accent as well? I doubt that. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, it was just fun to go back and listen to last year's episode, and then I'm, I'm going to listen to this year's episode next year. Movies need to save us this year because it is, and I we probably say this every year, it's a bad year for film. We said that last year. Okay. I'm going to say it every year. I'm, bro- I'm a broken record, <laughs> but seriously, fall movies, Oscar movies, like uh, we pull a rabbit out of the hat or something because there have been fun that was, movies. That was a Pixar short. Yeah, but I'm trying to find a top 10 this year that I can stand behind, not a top four. So you're saying that the whole, as a whole, you don't think you can create a top 10 list of the movies you've seen yet? That I love. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because I usually try to go, if it's a B or above, it will maybe crack the top 15. Mm-hmm. I do. If four stars are above, yeah. I can get in my, my finalist exactly. list. Exactly. So, but we're not going to get into the most anticipated ones yet. No. Not yet. We're going to start with... The flops. The ones we want to flop. The ones we want to... The av- least anticipated. The ones we want to avoid slash the ones we want to flop. It's kind of a combined list. So you each have five that you're going to avoid, that you want to perish into... These are the movies that are coming out before the end of the year, basically September to December. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's start with you, Kent. My number five is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. I oh, heard of that Rise one. of Skywalker. I, I get them kind of mixed up. I mean, does anyone even care that Star Wars Episode Nine is coming? What? You're starting I, off pretty controversial here, Kent. Purposely. That sounds like Okay. Kent. Two years ago, when did when did Force Awakens come out, come out? Was it two or three years I ago? I blacked it out of my mind. <laughs> three years ago, let's or, say. Yeah, I think that's three. Four years four, ago? Four, four. It could be four. Yeah, it was a bad episode. Don't go back and listen to that one. <laughs> it was the season finale of season one, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah the, the, the pain is still too fresh. And we, I think we tried to avoid even talking about that one. We're like, because of course we're going to love that. And Last Jedi, of course it's going to be a big movie. I think it's finally okay to say, ah, do we care? Does anyone care? 
Mm. No. In fact, I kind of hope Says it the fails. guy with the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You can see that video. We actually did a whole video of Kent's lightsaber. He disassembled it, put a new crystals, tried it out. It's yeah. all on Patreon. So this comes out December 20th. The synopsis yeah. is, The surviving resistance faces the First Order once more in the final chapter of the Skywalker Saga. This is not the Skywalker Saga as we know, even though it's in the title. Granted, Lucy have a lot of explaining to do. J.J. Abrams <laughs> is going to clean up this franchise, I think, in this movie. You think? And by clean up, I mean he will fix the errors of The Last Jedi, but he won't make a great movie. But how can you fix? He'll spend be hard. too much time I'm trying to fix you can't, stuff. Yes. You can't paint over a hole in the wall. But Ryan Johnson is still on to do more after this, right? That's what they say. Yeah. A, a so, new trilogy, which... Yeah. Honestly, he should have done a new trilogy just by itself. He shouldn't have touched the legacy characters. <laughs> uh, and so J.J. Abrams, like there was a plan from The Force Awakens, and we don't go back and listen to that. But I, we do, talk like about, you hear, I do like to hear you talk about J.J.'s competencies here. What he does is he makes a competent movie. He does. Great movies? No. Uh, reproductions of other movies or TV shows? Yeah. Mission yeah. Impossible 3 was pretty strong. Yeah, it is. It was pretty strong. Using the same tropes that Mission Impossible works on. Fair. But granted, it did bring Mission Impossible back. From two. Yeah, from the depths. From John Woo From two. backflips and motorcycle jousting. <laughs> but with Star Wars, there's there's backflips so much cleaning to do. And I think they're going to go somewhere radically different. I hope this is a three-hour movie. Hmm. No, I really do. Because you can't in a two-hour, 20-minute, which it probably will be, you can't explain how we care about what Ray's going to be. Or how Kylo Ren's going to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a full story arc to me. Honestly. Well, because we didn't get a part two. Like one was rehashing. And yeah, part two, like... Look, one set things up. Like I've given it a lot of flack. But it set up these new characters. Please don't call it one. Wow. <laughs> Please call it The Force Awakens. Seven. Seven. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I call it one because the, this is a new series. This isn't even the Skywalker saga to me. Yeah. But there's so many open plots. Like... I mean, spoiler alert for The Last Jedi. They got to clean up Luke's death. Uh, Leia's involvement in this one. By the way, she's dead. Uh, she's the re- in the credits. The Return Ed's. of the Emperor, fixing Rey's parentage, which I think they'll do. Is there resistance anymore or is it eight people? Okay. Does yeah. the universe care? They have Vader's helmet. There's Dark Ray, which is totally a vision. And Knights of Ren, th- Ben's Redemption. And what becomes of DJ, which is the Benicio Del Toro character? <laughs> I was going to say, who's and- that? Mm-hmm. How many times can you light speed through other ships? Because I just want to know, you know, you know, how many times we could see that. Well, technically, that is correct. You can actually do that, even though they've never done it in the theories. Mm-hmm. The theories <laughs> or the theories? Theories. When you push your glasses up, you get a lisp. Yeah. <laughs> is this a Star Wars show? Obviously, now? I'm being a little ranty right now, which is what I do. This is your I, number five. Wait, wait, wait. You want it how to much, fail. This is I number much, five. Want how it much to are you going to talk for your number one want to fail? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's true. Well, obviously, it's Star Wars. This is the big movie that so wait, everyone's you gen- looking like, forward to. So are you just being controversial or do you want this to actually like take a nosedive? If nose this dive? were great, I'd be pretty excited mm-hmm. but shocked. Yeah. But if this were terrible, I'd laugh. How could it be great? It's not going to be. Not, it's not going to be great or terrible. It'll be Kent, totally adequate. Like you said, it's J.J. Abrams. You're going to be like, oh, I checked the boxes. I didn't love everything, but yeah, it was okay. That's but, the Force Awakens. But J.J.'s a Palpatine or Skywalker liking it. Okay. Yeah. What's number five? So can't start off a little controversial. I'm going to start off a little controversial as well. My number five want to avoid. Oh, dear. Is Joker. <gasps> what? <laughs> Why? So I was wondering if this would show up in your list. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is playing his version of the Joker. 
Uh, it's directed by Todd Phillips, who did Old School, Starsky and Hutch, The Hangover, and Due Date. That's really strange. And here's it the is. plot summary. Is it because you're a little scared? The plot summary. An, an original standalone st- origin story of the iconic villain not seen before on the big screen. It's a gritty character study of Arthur Fleck, a man disregarded by society, and a broader cautionary tale. Can I pull it back a little bit? I Please. know you have your reasons for wanting to fail. But we've talked so... You didn't so, talk enough yet, so I know. go ahead. We've talked so many times about having a connected universe and how we want movies to stand on their own. This is legitimately one movie that will be on its own. It's, the, it's like the DC Black label. Do you think label. it will be? Yes. Yeah. Or do you think they'll bring back Walking Phoenix? Well, when, okay. Movie? It's being made for $55 million, so the profit's going to be astronomical. Mm-hmm. So yes, they may make a sequel. But why? Why, of all the comic book movies, watching, is this one? Watching a Joker solo movie is like watching one person do the tango. All right. There's a dance between the Dark Knight Listen and the to Joker. This. Okay, that I'm into needs this. to happen. Go on. You need the push and pull, the Agreed. counterbalances. You need Batman to balance out the Joker, and this doesn't have that balance. This is essentially, and I'm not saying it's going to be the same type of performance. Please don't read into that this way. This is like Jared Leto's thing, where it was like, I'm going to make the Joker my way and do it so different that everyone's going to pay attention to me. And I'm worried Agreed. that's what it's going to become. This is origin story, though, because I don't think there has to be a tango. Because Which, that's my other problem. It's descent it. into madness. Is that one of my favorite things about the Joker in general is that you don't really know who he is. Even in the comics, he's an unreliable narrator when he tells his backstory. And you suddenly realize he may not have been telling the truth this entire time. In Heath Ledger's The Joker, he tells two different stories. I'm also worried, and and this maybe this isn't I want it to flop, but I'm just very concerned about this movie. And I'm worried about it because I'm worried they're going to try to humanize <laughs> the Joker. That they're going to pull a Maleficent. Where they're going to say, oh, it doesn't society, look like society pushed him down and broke him. That's It's us. We made the Joker. We're the problem. And I'm like, no, the Joker is a psychopath. And he needs so, to be stopped. So removing the Maleficent thing, because that's cartoonish, right? Do you feel like it normalizes violence and violent people and tries to make them sympathetic characters? Is that what you're worried about? No, just most of the character. Like, I don't think I, I don't think this is going to be like one of those message movies. But I just feel like they keep trying to humanize these villains and make them into antiheroes. And I'm like, no, let villains be villains. Let them be bad. And I, I watched the trailer. I watched the most recent one. But you loved Venom. <laughs> but that's just it. Slander? You, take a, you, Bible? you bring up a very good point yeah. because Venom didn't know what it was because he can't be a full-blown villain. Otherwise, you can't root for him, but he can't be a hero because he's an evil symbiote. And so I just feel like The Joker is one of those movies that I don't know if it can find its place and I'm concerned about it. And so I'm going to avoid it. Kent, is this, how R is this going to be? Really R. This will be so R, it will be unlikable. There is grisly bloodshed yeah. in this movie. That's what I hear. And so a lot of people will hate it. And Mm. Joel, you have a point. The Joker is Bruce the shark. The less you see of him, the the scarier he is. Exactly. And I'm worried. Is that Jaws shark? Yeah. That's the name of Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the other thing is that, at least in the trailer, it seemed to me like he's not going to have his makeup on for most of the movie. And we're not going to get full Joker until right at the end. You think it's right at the end? I think. But I don't know. Jake, did you see the new trailer? Mm, Maybe not. Okay. How new? It's as of today. Oh, no. Maybe yeah. don't watch it. Just wait for the movie itself. I'm not sure I'm going to see the movie now. In regard, really? to, in regard okay. to trailers, though, they're doing trailers right. Like I, my interest is peaked in that regard. I like the, the first trailer. I was definitely the style interested. and the music. Mm-hmm. It looks good. The Frank Sinatra. The it cinematography made me uncomfortable. and the cinematography. Cinematography awesome. in this movie is yeah. better than Todd Phillips deserves. 
Yeah, the guy who did the Hangover. But he also did Starskin, Starskin Hutch, old school, due date. War Dogs is surprisingly good. Is Owen Wilson good. in this movie? Wow, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis probably yeah. is somewhere. All right, let's probably jump to is. this a little fast. Okay, what's your number four? Uh, it's equal in weight because uh, it's one of those heavy, you know, drama, dramatic movies. It comes out September 13th and it's Hustlers. So not the hustle, <laughs> no. But hustlers. hustlers is this the sequel? Uh, it's out already. Uh, this is starring Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, Julia Stiles, and Cardi B. I saw this trailer for the first time yesterday. Really? I, don't think, I haven't yeah. seen this one oh. yet. It's directed by Lorraine uh, Scafaria, who directed Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which wasn't very bad. good movie. Yeah, I like that one. But here's the plot summary. Inspired by the viral New York Magazine article, Hustlers follows a crew of savvy former exotic dance club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. They're so savvy. Savvy. Yeah. So this is a very kind of girl power movie, which, you know, is fine. But the fact is, what, what makes me... It looks like a bad movie in the first place. This it is does. going to be terrible. But I cannot believe how tone deaf this movie is. Mm-hmm. Getting a little political here. Go ahead. But it is a known fact... Because she admitted it that Cardi B uh, drugged and robbed people when she was an exotic dancer. She would invite men to her room, drug them, and then rob them. We've and, all been there, right? <laughs> oh, Which end? Jacob. Isn't that how I met Kent? <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Which one were you? <laughs> because this movie, I was blacked out. <laughs> this movie is about a bunch of exotic dancers drugging and robbing people just because they happened because their job. Because they work is on Wall Street. Is this based on Cardi B's story? Well, it's based on a That's Wall weird. Street article, but like in real life, she did this. And when people when people called her on it, they're like, that's not cool. That's, you know, that's a Me Too level stuff. That's that's Bill Cosby kind of stuff you got going on here. Yeah. And she said she kind of laughed it off like, you can't you can't touch me. I'm too, you know, I'm always been a player like all that. But then the heat kept coming and eventually she had to put on an apology, quote unquote. And she said, quote, I made the choices I did at the time because I had very limited options. And this is on Instagram. And she also said, I have a past that I can't change. We all do. Yes, Cardi B. We all have done this, as Jacob has said. <laughs> and now she's the protagonist in a movie like yes, this. Yes, that's why it's so tone deaf. I'm rude. like, people need to realize, like there was actually a, a hashtag out there called Surviving Cardi B because people were just kind of talking about how what she did was not appropriate. And she kept kind of playing it off like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. We all did stuff. That's we only number four. This so who terrible. is Cardi B? Because I she's genuinely have never heard her name until you said it. Yeah, she's she's a singer. I put that. That's a very loose interpretation. She's a musical. No, she's a vocalist. People know her. She's a human that's alive. For her derriere. That's, no, that's Nicki Minaj. That's the one. Oh, my gosh. I totally got him confused. Yeah. I'm actually happy about that. Uh, but yes, Cardi B, don't look uh, her up. Her music is terrible. Her, I'm, I'm looking her up now. And I'm sure I'm downloading her albums. Oh, it's only nine ninety nine. So yeah, Hustlers deal. is I'm my get number that. four pick of most wanted to bomb. Yeah, that makes sense. My number four is Terminator Dark Fate. You're dropping Terminator in the bomb? Uh-huh. Who cares? Terminator 6 at this point? This one comes out November 1st. But you got Linda Hamilton back. You got Arnold back. Yeah. They both look really old, even though even though Arnold Android back, should I think leave? you're forgetting the person. Yeah, Arnold never left. He's been in every single one of these movies. Has he been? Yes. I thought he left for one of them. So he he was CG in Terminator Salvation, which was number four. Was he in Genesis? He was. Hmm. He was actually huge, like a big part of Genesis. Mm, yeah. Or Genesis. Genesis with a Y. And you forgot about the most important actor in the movie returning is Edward Furlong from T2. That's right. They're Judgment getting the original Day. John Connor back. Yeah. Really? Edward Furlong. Not the, now, ori- not the original John Connor, I guess, but... Well, yeah, because... The original young John Connor. Yeah, so they, they skipped over Nick Stahl, who's in T3, Rise of the Machines. Right. Like, 
I'm reading these subtitles and nobody cares about these movies anymore. James Cameron, for every one of these movies that comes out, because he's he's a fan, like he helped, cre- he created this. Mm-hmm. And so even for Jenny, he, says the he first was two, yeah, the first two. And they just produced him for number three, but he mm-hmm. stepped away. And for Genesis, he's like, yeah, this is a really good follow up. And now he's going on to say that, like, this is officially the sequel to T2. And oh. I'm like, come on, dude. How much are you being paid? Uh, and he did say that this will be the final he needs money. Terminator movie ever. He can say that. Final until they reboot it again. Because yep. remember, Genesis was a reboot. Why are you saying had, it weird like that? Because it's spelled weird. It's not Genesis, but it's, it's Genesis. Oh, with a Y. I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, So the plot synopsis is Sarah Connor and a hybrid cyborg human must protect a young girl from a newly modified liquid Terminator from the future. Whoa, it's crazy. What a crazy plot. That's the plot of number two. Did you you accidentally read the plot of number two there, Ken? Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That is exactly it. Except for this one, the Terminator thinks she's human. So it's a Terminator with an identity crisis. So it's Toy Story. Yeah, I guess. But with more blood. Yeah. And there's an evil the Terminator machines. who wears flannel. So that's pretty scary. It, this film takes place in 2022. I feel like they should push it off further into the future. <laughs> in fact, I wish if they continue the Terminator franchise that they give us something new. Terminator Salvation. You guys remember that one came out well, 10 years ago. There's a formula here that's just... That's the Michael... The formula is dead. Uh, that's yeah. the Christian Bale one, right? Yeah, the McG one. Yeah. Christian Bale and Sam Worthington. I like the time period they were going to. But it's just sad that the movie was kind of sloppy. Yeah. But I like that they were continuing the Terminator story instead of now it's like, hey, we got to we got to prevent someone from being born so that we can have an apocalypse, like an eternal war between humans and robots. Right. The idea is played out. In fact, I, that's my biggest fear for The Matrix 4, which was announced, that they're just going to be like, hey, it's all in The Matrix again. We got to find someone new. Yeah, no, no, no. Give us a new technology. Give us a new Matrix. They kind of already did VR. What's the next thing after VR? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, this is one that I really don't care about. It would be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, Linda Hamilton would be cool. And Edward Furlong, I think he'll be in the movie for two seconds. He may even die. Probably so die. But, yeah, Terminator, Dark Fate. Can't you number three? Three. Charlie's Angels. From 2000s? Uh, no, uh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle is what I meant to say. From 2003. Another, another McG movie. Yeah, another McG movie. We're just gonna, let's save for a McG show. Kent. You know, I'm going to talk about someone with the same Please, no. directing caliber of McG, Elizabeth Banks, directing the new Charlie's Angels, which she directed Pitch Perfect 2. So, I mean, and also a segment of movie 43. Mm-hmm. So that caliber behind her. Right. It's pretty good. Yeah. So this She's one comes funny. out. funny. She is funny. Yeah. But her directing talent, not great. Uh, it comes out November 15th. So this is, it says. Well, she might know her audience, though. I mean, Pitch Perfect 2 made, made a, bunch a of money. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's soulless. I mean, right? She knows the audience, but it's soulless. Yeah. But so she knows the audience. It's a reboot of the soulless. 2000 action Charlie's comedy. Angels is soulless. Soulless. No, no you got to get this. Like Charlie's Angels was. <laughs> really? Did you just bring that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some connecting worlds there. (laughs) So listen to this IMDb synopsis. Reboot of the 2000 action comedy based on the 1970s television series. Oh, man. Adapted from the book. No, just kidding. Uh, A new generation of private detectives working for the mysterious Charlie. You just got Kristen Stewart, so guaranteed win. Did you mean that ironically or unironically? I just wanted to see what you'd do. Just stare at you. Well, Kent just punched Jacob in the face. (laughs) So this stars Elizabeth Banks, uh, Kristen Stewart, and Naomi Scott, who's a bigger name now because of Aladdin. She was Jasmine Mm. and quite captivating in Aladdin. She was in Power Rangers. 
Yeah, and so is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, that's probably where they met. Yeah, wow. What a cool connection. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie, like the trailer, it didn't seem offensive. It just seemed bland, like flat. Actually, Kristen Stewart did seem like alive in the trailer. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. She no, just seemed she didn't. alive. You didn't think so? No, she was walking dead. No. I love that the qualification for like Kristen Stewart, there's a bar. No, no. I and mean, it's just like she's a dead meme now, right? Mummified. Before. There was no <laughs> yeah, exactly. emoting whatsoever going no, on. No, no. She was, uh, I remember she had a lot of energy in the no, trailer. No. Joel, it's because she had short hair. It was oh. a little bit colored oh. and she didn't push it behind her ear the entire time. She, she was like blowing bubbles and stuff, you know? Like <laughs> I could totally tell she was breathing. Like she could breathe oxygen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the requirement. This is a huge step up. <laughs> I'm really proud of her. She must have been training a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is an action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Apparently, it's true. But the concept behind this, and I don't want to spend too much much more time, is that they're looking for a Save deadly it for the Charlie's Angel show, a deadly weapon. Should we and review I, this? This should be a review. It, we probably Bacon will. Bit review. There's Oof. a there's Oof. a deadly weapon that it can if it gets in the or a new technology. Oh my gosh, if I'm shocked to hear that. Hands, then you know it's going to be bad. I've seen so many of these movies where they don't explain what the weapon or technology is, yeah. and then they stop it from ending the world. It doesn't even matter. It's so boring. It is. Hobbs and Shaw was exactly this plot. Yeah. Anyways, Joel. Tired of being angry. What's your number three? My number three is Charlie's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> why did you bring it up? Yeah. Oh, that's why you're like, oh, 2000, 2003? Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. We had the 2000 version, which was fun. Uh, and then we had 2003 version, which wasn't as fun, but still. The original TV show features Kate Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, and Jacqueline Smith. And the early 2000 movies had Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, and Lucy Liu. This version stars a lack of charisma, an unoriginal story, and a political agenda. <laughs> The TV show was already rebooted into a movie. Move on. Yeah. Let's move on. It's just money. Okay. Wow. That's so much more concise than I am. <laughs> well, you already get most of my arguments. Yeah. All right. Number two. My number two it comes out October 18th. And it is directed by Joachim Ronin. And it is Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Now, you remember watching Ronin from Bandidas, which features Penelope Cruz. We brought this up in our Selma local light show. But also, he directed Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, which was like the 18th one in the series. I think. This is the sequel to the unnecessary backstory. I already hated enough on the original Maleficent. Why? Why do we need another Maleficent I can't movie? believe it's only your number two. I I'm feel really like they now. made this because they heard you hate on that movie so much. They made this movie for you. Here's the plot summary. Maleficent and her goddaughter, Aurora, begin to question the complex family ties that bind them as they are pulled in different directions by impending nuptials, unexpected allies, and dark new forces at play. Look, I know they keep trying to make this monster likable, and I'm referring to the movie, not the character. <laughs> it just doesn't work. I hated the first one so much. It was a waste of time. This one looks even worse. They're trying to make... Now they're trying to make, from what I can tell from the trailer, no spoilers here because I just saw the trailer, it looks like they're trying to make Aurora's mom, Michelle Pfeiffer, be the bad guy. Not not trying. It clearly is. But that, why? Yeah. We already had Aurora's I think it's her mother-in-law. But in one. Relationships are complicated, Joel. That's what they're saying. They couldn't come up with a good idea, so they're like, There's ah, no we got to do something else with this character. Maleficent is evil, pure and simple. Stop trying to humanize her. Not only evil, she's one of the coolest Disney villains, if not the coolest. Yeah, and then they turn her into, into Angelina Jolie saying, Hello, beastie. And am I supposed to cheer at that? What? Please. Maleficent, mistress of evil, go away. <laughs> 
Kent, number two. Maleficent. Yeah. Mistress of <laughs> no, Yo, you missed it again? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, want, I want this to die. I want this to go away. There's no reason for this to exist, except for I think Angelina Jolie has some blackmail on people at Disney because there's this movie, which came six years after the original. Yeah. And yeah, this has been a long time. Why would they the, even wait that long? They're going to do it. Well, she actually stepped away from acting for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's true. For about four years. But she's going to be in uh, Marvel's new Eternals movie as one right, of the leads. Right. And I'm like... Who do you have dirt on at Disney? What's going on here? Because you're in two huge releases. And this is, I think, the fourth live action adaptation this year outside of the other it's, Disney it's movies. It's not even a live It's like a spinoff of a sequel of a live adaptation. Yep. Does she even show up for this or is it just CGI of her face? Her cheekbones mm-hmm. cheek are CGI. Yeah. I don't get it. And I've also said this before and I'll say it again. Angelina Jolie is... She's bigger than the role she plays because none of her movies are great. I can't think of a single great role she's played. Girl Interrupted. Mm. Wow. But, but even then. That's indie right there. Yeah. 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 But even then, because she got, I think she got an Oscar nom for that. She did, yeah. But she hasn't done anything good. And yet they keep making her this huge A-list star. Listen. Why? You, I really felt for her tortured soul in Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> Those blonde dreadlocks really worked. Did you Did you think she was hot in that? I totally she, did. Okay, okay, uh, me granted, too. I was 18. I, I mean, was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like. She, she's so hot, she'll stab me someday. She <laughs> added such depth. <laughs> That's exactly right. She added such depth to Lara Croft, Kent. You don't understand. <laughs> Wait, what depth? Do you mean depth? Uh, like, Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, depth no, Johnny, in, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pink top. That's what I mean. So we're going to give some honorable mentions before we get into our number ones. Yeah. So my honorable mentions are the Adams Family. I think the marketing for this I had that as an honorable mention, too. Wrong. Why? Why are we rebooting Adams Family as a cartoon? I, the voice cast is fun. I think having, is it? having Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron in this movie, it mm. sounds kind of fun. But the why designs, still? they've actually followed the comic strip more than we know of, yeah. but they still look terrible. Maybe this will be like the Spider-Man. It surprises you. No. No. This is this is like a despicable me. Look at the posters, stuff. and they're using like 2003 jar, like internet jargon. It's yeah. terrible. Uh, Frozen 2 is an honorable mention for me Ooh, for wanting to fail. You're going to get some hate for Granted, that. Granted, six years. Six years this movie went by. And Let this, it go, Ken. <laughs> this next one is a Disney Plus movie we just announced this past week about Lady and the Tramp. It's only Disney Plus? Yeah, only Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. And they call it an original film on Disney no. Plus. They need, okay. See, I'm okay with it because it's only Disney Plus. No, but here's the problem. If it, if it was theaters, I'd be like, Wait, oh, so please. Are you going to be less harsh on movies that come out on streaming? For sure. You are? Yeah, it's like straight to DVD. Uh, have you been this not harsh on Netflix movies, though? Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. do feel like straight to DVD. I, I don't know when that stigma is going to change, but can I actually had Lady the Tramp and I had family of mine, too. And Lady the Tramp, I had the note. I'm like, just need to, we need to stop doing live action remakes of movies featuring animals. The dogs look cute. I'll say that. And there's a lot of character. It's actually more than but the Lion King. But they look like Space Buddies. Yeah. It's the little cartoon mouth moving just does not look right. All right, Joel, your honorable mentions. Those are it. He basically covered them. Oh, and no others? No, I was going to say, I had a family and Lady <laughs> and Tramp. Now, Joel. You're number one. You, we're going with your number one. I want you to give, as I read, the synopsis together. We didn't pick the same one for number one. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> I know we did. We didn't. <laughs> are you serious? We didn't. I'll go first. Go first. I chose Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, what? <laughs> My number one movie. He's, 
I want to bomb <laughs> is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Can I show The Force Awakens Defender? Can Look, I vote for it to succeed? No. <laughs> Solo got I hit. I wanted to do so good. Solo, colon, a Star Wars story, got hit by the immediate blowback shockwave from, or the immediate shockwave from Last Jedi blowback. It didn't deserve it. It didn't. This is where the blowback belongs, people. This is where you oh. make your last stand and say, Joel. no, we're still Joel. mad Joel. at The Last Jedi. Joel. 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 Instead Joel. of admitting... Joel, what has he done to you? <laughs> no, instead of... like, You know me. I love Star Wars. I, I defended The Force Awakens. Yes, you did. I did not like Last Jedi so much. But instead of admitting The Last Jedi was a misfire, they kept blaming the audience. Oh, the audience is sexist. Oh, the audience is racist. The audience needs to grow up. <laughs> it really bothers me. Yep. And I want people to make a stand here. And they are doing everything in their power to try to suck us back in because they know they know the fans are not happy. So all of a sudden they're like, oh, uh, Emperor Palpatine might be in this one. Oh, look, Ray has a red lightsaber. Vader. Oh, Mark Hamill. He might be in the cast. Ooh, ooh. And to try to get us excited. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Stay away from Scared. this movie. Watch the dollar sign fall. And we will maybe watch this franchise go the way of the force and become one with it. Wow. Wow. Joel, I have a question for you. Yes, please. What can happen in this movie that will change your mind? What is so oh, that's cool a good question. that can happen in this movie to make you go, you know what? They pulled that off. Great question. I want to hear this. I want Ray waking up on the travel to the island. You're <laughs> like, oh, it was all a dream. Last Jedi was a dream? Last Jedi was a dream. And then she'll <laughs> give Le the Luke the lightsaber and he'll actually hold it and look at it and be like, wow. Like it'll carry some weight instead of flopping it over his shoulder and going to drink green sea cow milk. <laughs> How do you feel about it possibly, possibly being a time travel movie? How do you feel about that? That seems likely. Why does as it long seem as Ant-Man shows up, it's a strong I'm good. rumor. As long as Ant-Man shows up, it's good. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> they find Captain America with Peggy yeah. Carter. There somewhere, was just yeah. so much wrong with the Last Jedi, and I feel like Solo got the blowback. But nine, episode nine, is where it belongs. JJ might do that. That sounds like him. I think so. Yeah, that's so, interesting. There you go, Kent. What is your number one? Cats. Obviously, cats. <laughs> Why do you hate on cats? <laughs> this should have been your number one, Joel. Midnight. All alone on the pavement. Uh, the nightmares. The nightmares. <laughs> Stop it. Comes oh, out. well, was there really ever? Oh, I like how Mr. Mistopheles came up earlier. I see why Joel is just not picking cats. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> A tribe of cats called the Jellicles. <laughs> Jellicle cats. <laughs> Must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy side layer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And come back to the new Jellicle life. Comes out December 20th. Directed by Tom Hooper, who did King's Speech. Les Miserables and the Danish girl. Mm -hmm. And he's doing the cats. Danish girl. Remember? He did Les Miserables. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne. You can't throw out Les Miserables as a bad Danish example. That's a girl. musical. Yeah, he's it doing another musical. It didn't really pan out, though. But I think it was what? a failed experiment, Les Miserables. What? Yeah. No, that was you get the live singing claimed. and everything. Eddie Redmayne no, was well, I like doubt they're going to do live singing on this one because they don't even have live costumes on this one. Yeah, it's, it's, all it's all CG. Here's the cast in this one Idris Elba, great actor. Rebel cats. Rebel. Rebel Wilson. Well, no, it was like big sets and everything. Because I saw uh, a, a bit on that. Taylor Swift. Ju Judy Dench. Oh, yeah. Ian McKellen. James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> Trail off on the actors you don't care for. Did you know that, ironically, Rebel Wilson is allergic to cats in real life? Isn't how that crazy? How many people like that on IMDb? Thrilling. 49 out of 81. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no, every time, every time they bring it. You know, I you love it. You saw this trailer. I did, but you know it. I love it. Every single time they bring on a musical guest as an actor, like an, a musician, they bring him on to act. You Taylor Swift. Woohoo. Yeah. Really excited to see her act. 
I've seen her music videos. She's a terrible actress. And it just creeps me out. These are anthropomorphic human cats. They're not supposed to look like humans. I mean, I get it. The play works because that's all you have. You have humans in cat suits. This one was actually meant to be an animated movie, which I think it should be. Steven Spielberg was going to make this. Uh, but then the studio, which was Amblimation, got shut down. Oh. Because I think this would have worked better as like heavy CG or just straight animation. Well, they, would, they could have been straight up cats and it would have probably been a little better. Yeah. Because in the play, they're humans wearing cat makeup. They could have made them full-blown CGI cats. Yeah, but this is like a furry's dream and nightmare oh, combined. No. We brought up those way too much in previous shows. Yes. And uh, if you've seen the trailer, one uh, hyperbole here, one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. But it created buzz. If the wrong kind of buzz, though. The dislike ratio on this thing was astronomical. <laughs> you think? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go check it out. Hmm. Wow. So I will be sending you two to go see this movie in my place. Whatever. Yeah. You're going to see it. I have to. We do. So, yeah. I'm Man, so shocked see, that wasn't even Cole, your honorable Joel, mention. We should see that with the listener. Joel, I feel like you've let us down, though, with no cat puns this whole time. No, I'm sorry. Pause. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I did, Pause. I did, let's go back. Jacob, I didn't want to litter the conversation. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. All right. Let's get into the positive now. We've ranted. We've raved. Now let's go to the most wanted. Let's start with your number five, Joel. Yeah, my number five uh, actually released at Sundance, uh, but it's going to be released wide. It's oct- on October 18th. It's called Abominable. <laughs> a magical Yeti must return his family. Return, uh, return to his family. Is this a joke one? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Joel joke. Uh, oh, Sundance guys, movie, in Abominable. Trailer, in the trailer, she <laughs> says, hey, boy or girl, I don't know. And then the Yeti burps and she's like, oh, definitely a boy. Come on. <laughs> this is cartoon humor. <laughs> this, is, this sounds like the best animated movie no, since Rock Dog. Uh, Rock, Rock Dog, dog yeah. Uh, no, my, actually, my number five pick is Greener Grass. So greener grass. Uh, is this for, another joke? Yeah, one? No, it's a Sundance one. I never saw this. This is stuff. a legitimately Sundance, but it's directed by Jocelyn DeBoer and Don Luebi, who directed The Arrival. Not Arrival. It's called The Arrival. Completely different. With Charles movie. Sheen? No, not that one. Okay. Here's the plot summary: Suburban soccer moms find themselves constantly competing against each other in their personal lives as their kids settle their differences on the field. Picture, if you will, like Black Mirror meets Suburbia kind mm-hmm. of a thing going on here. Like there's something weird going on the surface and everyone seems like, I don't know, drugged up or Stepford wives or something weird is happening. There's a part where a kid falls into a pool and becomes a dog and then they treat the dog like their son. And there's another part where a woman's like, oh, do you like, uh, you've wanted a baby, right? Yeah. Here, have my baby. And the girl's like, oh, thank you. And later she's like, I'd like to have the baby back. And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to give it back anymore. Like this is just happened to Jake once. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. More than once. It's just a weird, bizarre movie. And when I watched this, it had this kind of a surreal feel to it that it made me want to know what was going on. Interesting because based on like the synopsis I saw, it almost seemed like, you know, it's, it's a joke, right? Like soccer moms are so mean to each other and parents are so crazy at these games, but this one goes, a little bit down the rabbit hole it and seems it's, like it's bizarre hmm. like you if you watch the trailer for green grass you'll see it's just like it's surreal and it makes you wonder what is going on and i think that's a sign of a good trailer okay i don't I know it's a good movie but now. it piqued my interest enough to be my number five for the fall end of year all right kent my number five is 1917 this one comes out christmas day i like that trailer yeah the trailer i mean it's dunkirk 
right? It looks like Dunkirk. I mean, they even use the ticking clock, but the ticking yeah. clock actually works. So yeah. let me give you a synopsis. It's two young British soldiers during the First World War are given an imp- impossible mission. Deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop their own men and Blake's own brother, Blake, one of the soldiers, from walking straight into a deadly trap. So this one's directed by Sam Mendes, not Joel's favorite director. Mm-mm. It's uh, He directed American Beauty, Skyfall, and Road to Perdition. Do you like that one, though, Joel? Road to Perdition's fine. Yeah, it's, I think it's quite good. Here's what I like about this movie. Okay. Besides what you see in the trailer, which just seems like them running across the battlefield in just epically shot cinematography. Right, yeah, some great cinematography on this one. This is said to be filmed in one single mocked-up long take. Whoa, so it's like a Birdman kind really? of thing? Yep. Well, that'd be Isn't a, that's that cool? Intriguing. So if you see in the trailer, it's these two young exhausting. soldiers. Yeah, exhausting. It, and that's why I think it will be. Did right. you really just swap out Abominable for that? <laughs> yes, actually. The remake of Smallfoot? <laughs> From the trailer, you see these two soldiers who are given this impossible task. It's almost hard to comprehend. This is a fictionalized take on a real story. But uh, they're saying, take this uh, letter, basically. Take this message to our army or 16,000 men will die, and your brother's in that battalion as well. Yeah. And so it's it a real stakes. thrilling. It gives me a headache just watching the trailer, which makes me want to see it even more. Hmm. Wait, so a movie that gives you a headache makes you want to see it more. He's, like a, he's, he's a movie critic. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkirk, I was like, my head is pounding. Give me more. <laughs> the more pain, the better. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Number four, I went with the Netflix movie, if that's okay. Wow. Uh, hold on. Let's check the judges. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. This one is actually being because Netflix is trying their game at Oscar movies now and hoping they're they're trying not to upset Steven Spielberg. They, I like how it says in selected theaters and on Netflix. Yeah, they have to play in theaters now. To be so this one is Academy. opening in theaters on November first, but probably only in L.A. and New York, and then mm-hmm. opens up on Netflix November twenty seventh. It's The Irishman. Oh, with uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro, oh, Al Pacino. Yeah. So the and story Dustin is, Hoffman. I yeah. thought it was going to be bright not too. Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> you, you sure it's not bright too? Because I thought that's what you were going to say. Is bright too coming out this year? I don't know. <laughs> oh man! So a mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. That's a very short synopsis for hear this: a three and a half hour movie. That is true. Filmed, Jeez. filmed. And it's a Netflix movie for one hundred and seventy-six million dollars. I saw Whoa. people. I saw people complaining about the length, and then I saw a very good counterpoint. But someone said, "This is a streaming at home Netflix deal. You can pause and go to the bathroom whenever you yeah, want. You true. binge watch more on this when you're watching a TV series." Yeah. And I hope there's a great story here that Scorsese has wanted to make this forever. Apparently, Joe Pesci, who hasn't been in movies for a long, long time, Mm-mm. he declined this movie fifty times. And I think more than anything... Well, in his defense, he was confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was, actually. Is this Lethal Weapon? <laughs> Who are you calling confused? And then Is some, that Marky Mark? <laughs> it was Matt Damon, oh, obviously. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but just to see him in movies again, I miss the Goodfellas Joe Pesci. Granted, that and was And this has got a very strong Goodfellas type vibe to it. It does. And because you're bringing it back all these Scorsese favorites... So the big selling point, maybe, and maybe this is why it costs so much, is the de-aging they use in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, do you guys they, think they'll pull it off? They or? play it up in the trailer. Like, it comes around, and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, he looks but, younger. But do we think it's going to work, or is it going to be like mm. Tron Legacy? I think it's going to get, like, I think there's going to be, like, when they're not talking, it'll look fine. But as soon as they start talking, it's going to be like, it looks fake, looks fake. I don't know. For that budget, they, they could probably make it work. But and it's going to be dark lighting the whole time. So that's going to help. Isn't it crazy that... I mean, Netflix is willing to buy a movie that cost $176 million That's to make. Crazy. But I mean, imagine the How can they get getting. on the upside of no, that? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. They, they, got, they got big stars, which they wanted, mm-hmm. but they're also looking for Academy Award nominations. And what gives you more Academy Award clout 
than a Martin Scorsese movie starring Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. They also They're have, still not they have get a Meryl Streep movie coming out this fall as well. Yeah. On Netflix. I bet they still don't get any. You think they're, they're swinging nah. for the fences because they know Disney Plus is going to blow them out of the water? Yeah, they're really going for big stars. Actually, have like you seen the reviews for, for that? They say it's like really skimpy options on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's another mm-hmm. show altogether. The reason I'm really excited for The Irishman is it's the second film to feature Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro in the 21st century after Shark Tale hmm. from 2004. That's true. So it seems like the oh uh, spiritual sequel to That's, Shark Tale. It's the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yay, there's, we have a winner. All right, Joel, what's your number four? My number four comes out November 8th, and it's called Playing With Fire. A crew of rugged fire. I don't know if it's real yet. Meet their I don't match. think it is. Oh, John Cena. Meet their match when attempting to rescue three rambunctious kids. <laughs> Starring Judy Greer, John Leguizamo, and John Cena. Sorry, I stole your punchline. Uh, guys, no, you're I get, listen in the trailer. A baby says it boom, boom. And then John Cena is like, what's boom, boom. And then he sniffs and he's like, oh, you're poopy. It's humorous, guys. Actually, can you just did watch, you watch trailers? these trailers? Yes, yes I did. Can you give us the worst jokes from every trailer? Oh, please? I got that. Uh, no, actually, my my number four pick comes out November 29th and it's Knives Out. Really? Oh, okay. directed by who? Ryan Johnson. Fixed by J.J. Abrams. And you want to see this one? You do know what list we're on right now, right? Yeah. This is one where I... Okay, so... Where the colonel Ryan, is remember, making jokes Ryan and Johnson stuff. directed uh, Brick, Looper, some episodes of Breaking Bad, and that's about it. Let's not talk about anything <laughs> that's else. That's it. Uh, you just yelled and banged the table about The Last Jedi. Hey, he did. He's not directed that one. Well, he directed John Last Jedi, but he's not directed the next one. No, uh, here's the plot synopsis. A detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric combative family. Combative family. Starring Chris Evans, Christopher Plummer, Daniel Craig, Tony Collette, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, and John Cena! But the jokes are so bad in the trailer. trailer. John Cena, it's a secret role. What, Jacob? The jokes are so bad in the trailer. I can't believe you can take it. No, it was just one of those where I liked... It's so tropey. I liked the vibe of the trailer. The trailer won me over. I felt like I had quick with a dialogue. Something strange is is afoot. (laughs) That's the thing. It's kind of this trope on a whodunit, and I like that they were kind of playing with that. This uh, huh. it's a unique story, meaning it's not a sequel, it's not a reboot. I want to like Ryan Johnson again. I just don't know if I can, and I'm hoping Knives Out can help me. Is it wrong? I want it to bomb. No. Okay. I I said Joker, and you're but being, I like I like you're gonna pick that for one of yours. If this one bombs, maybe he won't get employed again. I doubt it. Yeah, he's got yeah. some good ones behind His him. Dad Don has got a lot of clout. <laughs> John Johnson? No? no I, I got are it. Are they not related? That's no. why I kind of giggled Thank a you. little bit. <laughs> uh, you said. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Arctic Dogs. Uh, comes out November 8th. <laughs> Tell us the joke. Guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> Arctic Dogs is one of those movies where they have a... Re- okay, so it's Jeremy Renner. You remember him, Hawkeye? He has a line when there's a volcano that erupts and he says, that smell, it's like the planet made a poopy. Hold on. This is amazing. Is this animated or real? It's animated. Okay, good. It's <laughs> <laughs> is that really a line from the trailer? That is literally it's a line like from the, the trailer. It's like the planet made a poopy. Yes. And there's that like pyroclastics like in the, the sky. But this stars Jeremy Renault. Can Reno. we just have a whole show about this? <laughs> Jeremy Renault, James Franco, Bad Michael Madsen, Alec Baldwin, Delica Houston, movies. John Cleese, Wait, Heidi Klum. Michael so, Madsen? Michael Madsen. Heidi Klum? Yes. <laughs> what? Why are these people in any movies? Okay, so this isn't really my pick. Really? Wow. Really? <laughs> My number three most anticipated pick for the end of the year is a weird pick. Maybe I just was won over by some unique trailers, I guess, this year. Can I guess? Sure. Lucy in the Sky. No. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. 
Oh, okay. So Jojo Rabbit uh, comes out October 18th. It's by Takia, uh, Taika Waititi. I can mm-hmm. never say his name right. Who did Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, the plot summary. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. This is one of those weird kind of, can we joke about this movies? But it made me laugh a number of times. There's a part where Boy Scouts are like throwing knives at a tree and one bounces off and hits the Boy Scout in the leg. Yeah. It's got a very Wes Anderson feel to it. Kind of mm-hmm. this like everyone's nonplussed about everything. And then uh, Taika Waititi plays Hitler. And yeah. it's Imaginary friend oh, Hitler. Kind of a buffoon Hitler. And it's one of those weird kind of, well, like I said, I don't know if I can joke about it. This movie but may never come it. out, by the way. I've, I've heard, heard that too. Disney's not placed. So no. this is a Fox production, and Disney's like, oh, I don't know if putting an imaginary Hitler in your movie is okay. Huh. Which is just kind of scary to think of the clout that Disney has in those regard. Yeah. Because there are actual... Yeah, but they're hiring him for other stuff, right? They've yeah, got to they keep like him happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone actually pointed out, like the, someone when there was that kind of rumble about Disney, someone did tweet out a picture of Donald Duck in an SS uniform. Yeah, from back in the day. From back in the day, one of their cartoons they made when they were, they were parodying Hitler. So... Anyway, but this movie has a weird, quirky vibe to it. Weird, quirky feel. Like I said, very Wes Anderson. And Taika Waititi, I thought What We Do in the Shadows was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's very funny. And I'm like, I hope it feels that same way. Like he's able to infuse that humor into this bizarre subject. So Jojo Rabbit is what it's called. Okay. All right. My number three is Ad Astra. Oh, you want to really? go with Brad Pitt, do you? Yeah, it's the year you just, Brad Pitt. You just want it's, a movie with Brad Pitt's face it's all Brad over Pitt-a-sons. it. Brad pitt Nope, that doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, could keep that trying work? though. Let's keep trying. But after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was like, wow, he did a great job. I really want him to get a Best Supporting Actor nom- a nomination for that. Wow, really? This one comes out September 20th, and the synopsis is, An astronaut travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of our planet. He uncovers secrets which challenge the nature of human existence and our place in the cosmos. So this movie that didn't that, that was that said nothing. It said nothing. It's just and the like, trailer gave me really nothing to it's go a on. Space movie. Actually, which trailer did you watch? Because there's one that gives too much and one that gives nothing. I gave the teaser one that gave nothing. Okay, that's good. I didn't good. Want to watch it anymore. Basically, Brad Pitt is being. Uh, he has some trouble on space missions. He's a well-respected pilot, and his father was as well. His father is Tommy Lee Jones, and he disappeared in space. 20 years previously. Is that what yeah. happened to Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> In real life? <laughs> yeah. And it was replaced by Josh Brolin. At some uh, point. Okay, okay. But this one, uh, he basically has to face uh, some family issues. So I don't want to give too much away, but it's there's... Interstellary. there's a lot, it's interstellary, but more action. Uh, so this one's directed by James Gray. Do you think Interstellar needed more action? Well, because it's not an action movie, right? I'm just wondering it's if I can get you to say that. Introspective. No, no. Okay. Interstellar is perfect in my eyes. But this one okay. has Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, James Gray, he directed We Own the Night, The Immigrant, and The Lost City of Z. Stars Brad Pitt, Liv Tyler, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, and Ruth Nega. And so he knows Ad, what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. And this one was actually supposed to come out this past summer. And you probably haven't seen much of this movie because promotion is light because this was part of the Disney Fox merger. At Astra, I've, I've seen a couple of trailers. Yeah, now you have. But this was supposed to come out in June. Oh. In June? Yeah. And it so pushed back to the fall? Yeah. So Disney actually saw the movie and they're like, mm, cut this scene and that scene and that scene and then we'll push it back. Huh. And so I am a little bit worried about the involvement there. I don't know why they would sabotage this movie, but 
I think I'm a sucker for space films, like space yeah. exploration. <laughs> and this one looks like the visuals look pretty incredible. And the director even said, like, I want you to not even question that what you're seeing is real in this movie as far as space goes. And I'm like, I'm in. Is it released as a Disney movie now or is it released as a Fox movie just knowing that Disney owns released it? Released as a Fox movie, but Disney distributes it okay. currently. So Disney, September 20th. Get out of our movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. It's like three-fourths of movies now. I mean, get out of the movies that we're choosing here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Number two is The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Is this a joke one? Like a lighthouse. You have a song about this? Built on solid stone. You're really not going Candle on the Water? No, I was going with EFY hits all night. Why are you doing EFY music? (laughs) So regionalized. So it's the story of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. Directed by... Oh, oh. Yes. You you got it. I got it. No knowledge of this. Directed by Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, starring... Only, well, there's there's someone Robert else in the Redford. Movie. There's Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. What? Picture picture this, Jacob. Picture one of those old-timey 8-millimeter footage, like black and white footage. It seems like the whole movie's shot like that, or maybe that was just the trailer. Purposeful. So it has an aspect ratio of 1.19 against 1, so it's almost a box. That's a, when yeah, we see this movie, it will be a box filmed on 35-millimeter black and white double film stock. And it, everything, even the camera they filmed it, is an old-timey camera. Yeah. And so what they're... He just see Jake Yond even thinking about an old-school movie. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was just thinking about Batman and, and William Dafoe going at it. But it's the guy it. who did The Witch. She knows it's going to get messed up real quick. Yeah. So what this There has to be like, more people in it. They just, nope. haven't, they just haven't given them credit. Nope. That's it. The whole point is... There's that one you, other person in the movie, but it's a kind of interesting already? thing. Yes. Because uh, basically, it's just these two people trapped on the rock together. And they have to... Not the rock, like... Uh, <laughs> the, the rock. The rock. No, we, we, knew it, we knew that wasn't But they it. go in the lighthouse, and it's just them living in isolation together and trying to stay sane. In unlike the witch which he did which was a slow burn movie this one seems the witch more which he did. Which which yeah. This one seems like a psychological just breakdown. Movie. Sounds interesting. And you watch the trailer and it just it kind of it's maddening. Mm-hmm. It drives you a little nuts. And there may be some supernatural elements here. They don't really say. There's got to be. But as far as the, as far as the performances go, I'm, I'm really quite excited. And because this guy films on the cheap, they actually, there are storms happening and they look crazy and everything. All real. Like they really kind of drove these two actors crazy, keeping keeping them in a lighthouse in the middle of these huge squalls and everything. Huh. I'm so excited to see this one. Looked Granted, do I think any of our listeners will see it? Maybe four of them. Maybe four of the listeners. We have four listeners? Four of the one listener. <laughs> oh, okay. Voices. You oh, know, four in their voices head. in their head. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my number two. The Lighthouse, which comes out October 18th. So right in time for Halloween season. This is season. our, I assume? Yes. Okay. Probably. Uh, my number two is, it comes out November 12th. It's Noel, starring Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader, and Billy Eichner. Santa's daughter finds herself having to take over the family business. What's the joke? No, guys, it, guys. No, okay. no, I just want to hear like the, there, no, the world a part, made a poo-poo or something. There's a part when she's in it. It's like she's she's from the North Pole, so she's really hot. So she gets in a freezer right. and she gets out and someone's like, hey, I like your pants. They're jolly. And she says, they're yoga pants. I like yours. And then Noel says, these are my yogurt pants. And the shopper says, no, yoga pants. And then she says, I love yogurt pants. Because <laughs> she, she misunderstood. Anna Kendrick does it again. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not like they've ever given yoga pants as a present. <laughs> but okay. Anna Kendrick, she plays it so naive. Yeah. <laughs> mark my She's words. still employed. Did you notice that? Mark my words. She'll be Santa by the end of the movie. Oh, guaranteed. Well, yeah. 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 It's a Disney Plus happen. movie. Did you say that? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. But uh, that's not real. It's not my real pick, Kent. <laughs> My real, qu- it's funny because my <laughs> Let's joke. Let's talk about that one some more. <laughs> yeah. My joke pick. And Anna featured, Kendrick's career. Features Bill Hader. 
My real pick also features Bill Hader. Oh. It's It Chapter Two, which comes out September before this episode se- airs. Sixth. No, right after. Yeah. Right after. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is right after. So I picked this one. It was right in, right under that where I said this is a still a fall movie. Uh, the synopsis is twenty seven years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. When are you going to watch this one? Uh, well, you know, I look forward to seeing it when it comes out in Clearplay here in a couple months. Next year, maybe. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> so this one, I think the reason I'm so intrigued by it, not that the number one, not that the first uh, It uh, wowed me, mm-hmm. but I thought it was a well-done adaptation. The And if you remember the old uh, TV, made-for-TV movie, they had a great first half, and then the second half just nosedived. You mean the first half that kept us all up, that we, you know, just were terrified absolutely terrified us. of Pennywise, and, and the then second one, spider. Giant spider. Giant, mm-hmm. giant corny CGI spider. Yeah. I've never read the book. I, I know enough about it to know what's, what should happen, but I'm intrigued to see how this movie can pull it off and if they can pull it off. Did you like off. the trailer? Yeah. I thought the trailer was fun. I thought it was effective. And Bill Hader. I'm, I'm, I really well kind of, because you've been watching the HBO I'm thing, Barry. and so he's got some acting chops. He, he actually, has some dramatic. He acting. actually apparently steals the show, and I think he should. Yeah, he's good. Now. He's good because I'm excited to see if he can pull off this type of drama. Because him being uh, Barry in the TV show Barry, he's still kind of himself, a little more serious. Mm-hmm. This one, he has to be scared, and scared is a very different emotion to portray on film than serious. And so yeah. I'm trying to figure out if it's possible, and I'm excited to see it. I think Bill Skarsgård does a good job as Pennywise. Really good. And I'm excited to yeah. see how it plays out. I don't think next this year one... Next year on Clearplay. This one may... Next yeah, next one. <laughs> I think this one will match It Chapter 1 for me, where it's not a scary movie. It's just a very well-done movie. Like, that, I felt it was effective. Yeah. You didn't think the yeah. first one was scary? Not no. scary at all. I didn't think it was mm-hmm. either. I kind of went, oh, you know, just kind of like when he's watch. waving a little psychologically, arm and like, like, It was very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is a good yeah. word. You know, uh, the opening, though, I thought it was going to have some real teeth. Like when the whole gutter scene, yeah, and then the movie, like it relaxed a lot after that. Oh, after that, one. yeah, and because so, there was teeth involved in well, that it was scene. Fairly, it literally. was repetitive too. I mean, the whole point is, they, yeah, they see Pennywise, he scares them, they run away. He sees Pennywise, he scares me, run away. It's kind of that cycle. So and you wonder how they can pull it off because now they're adults and they need to be afraid of the same clown. Are they going to bring in the turtle? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, yeah, I doubt but there's, it. there's, I don't remember a, a turtle? It's in the book. Mm. Yeah. But that's just it. There, is it going to be a turtle instead of a spider? Because no, that would be a plot tur- twist I would go guy. see. Um, actually, the turtle <laughs> is a mystic space deity, which... Uh, Dude, no. Yes. Yeah. A mystic space turtle? Yes. <laughs> that's the good side. Pennywise is the dark side, the evil side. Pennywise is an alien that crash landed on Earth and attacks every 27 years. Mystic, mystic space turtle? Yeah. Against Pennywise? That's my band name in college. Oh my gosh, I hope that's what happens. We basically just sang the lyrics to Stephen King books. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, save it for so anyway, Stephen That's King my show. number two. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I picked uh, The Good Liar with Ian McKellen uh, and Helen Mirren. I thought that was kind of one of those trailers. I thought, I want to know more yeah. about this. Uh, Jumanji, The Next Level, I did put of in there. Of course, me too. Except for I don't think it's going to be as good as uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Well, Jungle. the first trailer didn't look like it was going to be that good. No. It looked like, okay. I'm a little worried about that. But no, no, no. I'm saying for the first movie oh, as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it, the, the body switching thing was funny in the first one. I'm worried they're going to rely on too much on that in the second one. Well, they are, but now they're changing the characters. Because they're old now. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's I what it like was that wasn't before. a real laugh. That, that's why it's only my normal mentions. Because I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I put the hunt in there, actually, because... If that ever sees the light that, of day. If ever. It's about uh, people hunting people, essentially. Yeah. It's the most dangerous game, which I love that book, yeah. that short story. But I was intrigued. The twist on that one is very... It's political. And then I put uh, I put mm. 1917 on there, 
And then I also put Downton Abbey on there. Uh, what? Did you, did you finish the series? Downton yes, I Abbey? did. And I didn't like how it ended, but watching the... Okay, this is so stupid. But watching the trailer kind of brought up some emotions like, uh, like, oh, yeah, I remember what I liked about that series. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping it holds on to that instead of trying to go on. Like, just seeing Carson and Mary reunited made me so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting nerdy. Yes, you are. I mean, we just went there with Stephen King, mm, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the mystic space deity. Yes. Space turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Can, I'm going to have to look up some like uh, graphic. Uh, I know what Joel's number one Picture the is. turtle in Never Ending Story. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. what your number one is. You know I'm so happy about it. Uh, my honorable mentions are Parasite, which is a... Uh, that was weird. Yeah, did you see that trailer? That trailer, it's like a... Is it Korean? Yes, it's Korean. It's from the director of The Host, which I know you don't really love. Hated The Host. And there's really? another movie called Mother, but not Mother. And it's also very good, but a great director. There's another movie, uh, which Par- I'm going to mention. Parasite's like... Uh, well, there's not, not a lot not said in the trailer, but it's about... It's an upper class... This family's obsessed with upper class Horror people. tell. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Is in my honorable mentions. Sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah. Right, I right. read the book, which is just okay, but I'm excited to see it play out in the movies and see the with, recreation. With Ewan McGregor, too. With Ewan McGregor. See the recreation of the yeah. Shining scenes. Ford versus Ferrari or Ford v. Ferrari. Really? Yeah. That could work. Yeah. I, that trailer it will work for me. It's just, you know, I, Mark Wahlberg yeah, doesn't really. Drag. Yeah, there you go. Mark Wahlberg doesn't really, you know. It's Matt Damon. He's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then there's one called the, I don't know if this will come out this year. I hope it does. It's called The Personal History of David Copperfield, and it's from the director of uh, The Death of Stalin. So it's oh. David Copperfield's story, meaning the uh, hold on, let me let me the Charles Dickens story. <sighs> no, no, no. The Death of Stalin was a goofy comedy. Yes. Oh, really? Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And it's Dev Patel in the lead role as David Copperfield. <laughs> yes. Well, now Joel's in. So Dev yeah. Patel acting like he's uh-huh. David and Copperfield. Frida Pinto plays his love interest. Ooh. No, that's not true. <laughs> Slum talk. Here we come. Uh, I'm going to give my number one first. Why don't you do it at the same time? Is it not the same? It's not the same movie. Uh. My number one. Wait, my number one didn't make even make your honorable mentions. Or you just skipped it, over it because you didn't want to give it away. I skipped over it. Okay. My number one is the Joker, or Joker. I my should number say. five wanted to bomb is the number five you want to number watch. one. I want to see actually. So this one comes out October fourth. And did you already talk about synopsis, or did you skip over that one? I did. I did the synopsis. Okay. Standalone. Maybe we should take the patron winner to Joker. Might be more scary than the. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, they'll be Oof. burned from that point. Yeah. I'm worried about this one. I think it will get so much hate from the critics out there. Do you know what it feels from like? the audience as well. Ryan Gosling, you guys love this movie. Um, Drive? Drive. Drive. It I feels like movie. Drive a little don't bit. say you guys love this movie. Don't you like that? I, I, I like love soundtrack. Drive. He loves this movie. I love uh, Drive. Okay, okay. It does, could be very similar feel to like Drive. That? I'm wondering though, it's like Todd Phillips it seems like such a strange directorial choice. But I feel like he went to Warner Brothers and he said, I've got a pitch for you. And they were, yeah, they were probably just ready to make a Joker movie. But I feel like he brought something original enough to the table. They said, okay. Do you know what it looked like to me, Kent? Hmm. The King of Comedy. If you Which at, also has Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro and The Tonight Show and that whole thing. The second trailer, I got a very strong King of Comedy vibe to it. Where it was like a comedian trying to make it and not quite making it and getting frustrated with it. Yeah. Which so, could be not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing, but it's King of Comedy. I, it wasn't. It didn't wow and, me. And, but that's the whole vibe they're trying to get. Like I like Scorsese quite a bit, and so they're trying to ref- reverence him. him. Well, he's a little bit old. You know? <laughs> that's the only <laughs> and, reason. Good. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> and I, I think obviously with the time period, there's it's kind of a '70s '80s vibe. And look, Joaquin Phoenix is the most terrifying actor I think we have today. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. be in a room with him. N- not at all. <laughs> And I don't even think he's acting in this movie. I think they just 
turn, <laughs> the, turn camera the camera on. But to see a character, and granted, I think less we see of Joker, the less we know of Joker, the better. I totally agree with that. But to see this kind of character, which is iconic, which has been done so if many times. If anybody's going to do it, have him do it. It would make sense. Yeah. Way over Jared Leto. I'm interested Leto. to see his performance. I'm just worried. And it, I'm worried too, but I think this will be something that will be unforgettable. Will it be hated? Probably. Will it make a ton of money? Well, yes. Unforgettable can have different meanings too. Yeah, you well, know? Joaquin Phoenix going absolutely nuts, yeah. which we've seen before. And so like this disturbed for the rest of your life, you'll never forget. I was at the beginning of the year, I was a little worried about this one. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. But mm-hmm. the more trailers I saw and even the recent one, I said, I, the hype is big, but so is my interest in this movie. So Joker. All right. Okay. Can't wait to see it. My number one is Cats. Could <laughs> <laughs> you give us a joke from the trailer? <laughs> Taylor Swift and oh, the part when Rebel Wilson falls off mm-hmm. the, the, the stage thing. That yeah. was funny. Not when James Corden, uh, hairball. Oh. <laughs> No, my number one is, it's obvious for me, uh, and I didn't think I'd put this on as my number one, but it, it really did pique my interest. It's Zombieland Double, Double Tap. Tap. October 18th, huh. uh, directed by Ruben Fleischer, who did the original Zombieland. He also did 30 Minutes or Less, Gangster Squad, and he did Venom. So, mm-hmm. there's that. Probably uh, can't win. Starring Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, Woody Harrelson, so Jesse Eisberg. The original cast is back. Uh, here's, the, here's the synopsis. Uh, Columbus, Tallahassee, Wichita, and Little Rock, which are all people, if you haven't seen the first movie, move to the American heartland as they face off against evolved zombies, fellow survivors, and the growing pains of the snarky of the snarky makeshift family. So the first... I, I wasn't excited for the sequel initially because I thought Zombieland was a good standalone movie, didn't really need to continue the story. It kind of gave this kind of epilogue of like, and then stuff happened. Yeah. And, you know, but this... I saw the trailer and I went, dang it. I'm in. I want to see this again. I need to see the first one. I'm happy to see these, these characters together. Have, you haven't seen it? Mm-mm. You can borrow it if you want. Okay. You own it. Um, and I just really found, and the story was kind of this, there was like a love triangle thing going on, which made me laugh. Yeah. And then there was kind of the runaway aspect too. And I think the zombies are going to be fun. Evolve zombies intrigued me a little bit too mm-hmm. when I read the synopsis. This is one that, I, I don't know, horror sequels, I, there's not many good ones out there. But this is a, a horror, and there's not many good comedies. That, and that's out what there I was either. just going to say. I think that's a bigger uphill battle. But maybe right there. two negatives can make a positive, and maybe we can capture lightning in a bottle one more time. I want Zombieland double tap. Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Mm. Yeah, but that was yeah, more that's a re- remake. That was yeah. like a reinvention, but I get where you're coming from. It yeah, can happen. And can Ar- happen. Army of Darkness is so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, so Zombieland double tap. It's it's that's a really interesting choice. It's hesitance, but it's also excitement. And so, but as I went through these and I kind of put them in an order, I kept going to like I want this more or this more. And Zombieland kept being on top. So, Zombieland Double Tap is my number one t- pick. Which you know might be the same dramatic level as the Joker. We're not sure. <laughs> it might be. It might be Academy Award nominated. We don't know. It's going to be weird to see Jesse Eisenberg Woody Harrison, playing yeah. the same awkward kid that he played in the first movie because that really fit at has that he, time. Has he done any work in the last while? Like the last while? Like yeah. a few years? I'm yeah. trying to remember seeing Eisenberg He was just in a movie called The uh, Art of Self-Defense, which is a, a yeah, indie movie. Yeah, that was an indie movie. Yeah, that just anywhere? barely came out like two months ago. Yeah, I'm no, like, I, I mean, can't think of anything since too. Batman, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, that's one of my honorable mentions. I'm very excited. I'm worried about the quality, but still going to be excited to sit down and watch that movie. Could be fun. Could be yeah. fun. Hmm. Uh, but there you go. There's our lists. So once again, to recap, my most... Uh, I want to flop our Joker, sorry, Kent, Hustlers, Charlie's Angels, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Your yep. flops, Kent? Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, Terminator Dark Fate, Charlie's Angels, 
Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and Cats. Now, why don't you do your most anticipated? 1917, The Irishman, Ad Astra, The Lighthouse, and Joker. And I said Greener Grass, Knives Out, Jojo Rabbit, It Chapter 2, and Zombieland Double Tap. Wow. Jacob, do we miss any ones that you were thinking about? Anything we didn't cover? No, no. I think you, you hit on all of them that I knew of anyway. So you were already thinking of playing with fire starring John Cena. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And the one with the volcano that made a poo-poo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, Earth made a Arctic poopsie. dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Is yeah, it yeah, the yeah. Earth made a poopsie? Quote, a that poopsie. smell. It's like the planet made a poopy. <sighs> That's the kind of quality. I wanted to point it out, by the way. The reason I brought all those up is I wanted to point it out that my theory... If the if your funniest you put your funniest jokes in the trailer, that's supposed to be your best foot forward. Yeah. And if your funniest jokes involve bodily humor, it's not going to be that funny. And every movie. one of those movies had bodily humor. Every single one, uh, except for yogurt pants, but that was just weird. And cats, uh, and cats I still did. Hairball was kind of bodily humor. I guess. Yeah. So there you go. But that's yeah. that is our show. And let us know if there's any movies that you want to see or any movies that you're really going to avoid at the theaters this year. And honestly, you're going to see enough on streaming by the end of the year that you may not go to the movies there's at so all. There's so much out there. Yeah, there is. But hopefully we, we've uh, guided you through what you may want to see and what you want to avoid during yes. this last little bit of 2019. What are we going to see as bacon sale? Any of these? Cats, for sure. <laughs> Cats, 100%. Probably Star That does Wars. make sense. And <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. Does it make sense? Actually, those two movies come out the same day. Same day? Yeah. Well, are they out of their minds? A little bit. It's different audiences. Yeah. Star Wars will never match up. <laughs> <laughs> we should just end the show on that. <laughs> but we can't. We have to thank our patrons. Yeah, we'd love to thank our patrons. Uh, we want to thank the I Am The Listener category, which is Terry Finley, A More Civilized Podcast, Stephen Ross, who joined us last week, Adrian Gray, Greg Pascal, and Josher. Also, we want to thank the Bacon Council, which is Nicole D. Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Mats Mudrow, and reverse listener. <laughs> you guys always have to say his name like it's that. It's emphasis. Mats. Uh. It's irresistible now, Joel. And don't forget our contest. Become a patron of Bacon Cell and you can be entered to win a scary date night with Bacon Cell. Maybe October. we'll go see cats. That's scary. <laughs> that wouldn't be till December, though. Uh, and then also, if you become a new patron, you can torture Jacob. But if you want to find me, you oh, can no. find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers, but make sure you find Bacon Sale on Twitter and on Instagram at Bacon Sale. And even though I'm a little bit scared about it, you can... Make me do something terrible. Me or the patron? The patron. Oh, Jacob or Torture the Twist. Future patron. Yeah. Hashtag Jacob, Jacob Torture, Torture Chamber. All right. Until next time, see you around, kid. Hey there. You like these apples? Here. How do you like them apples? Say hi to your mom for me. Scary night with bacon sales. Scary date night. Did and you have some lightning sound effects right there? <laughs> in post. Shirk. Shink. No, not Wolverine. <laughs> Drench it in goat's blood. Do you like how blood makes it okay? Blood is fun. Oh dear. Are you going to say something hurtful? Does the Fails. guy with the lightsaber. It's so much McConaughey butt. We're recording. <laughs> Dancing in heaven. Here we go. I never thought I'm going to get my feet this far. Jacob's mic is falling down, falling down, falling down. Jacob's mic is falling down. 
he's a lady. We've all been there, right? (laughs) Which end? Jacob, isn't that how I met Kent? We'll we'll get there. (laughs) Which one were you? Yes, Cardi B. We all have done this, as Jacob has said. Oh, oh, Kent just punched Jacob in the face. (laughs) Actually, Kristen Stewart did seem, like, alive. And she she was, like, blowing bubbles and stuff, you know? Like, (laughs) I could totally tell she was breathing. Like, she could breathe oxygen? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the requirement. This is a huge step up. This version stars a lack of charisma, an unoriginal story, and a political agenda. I know they keep trying to make this monster likable, and I'm referring to the movie, not the character. <laughs> Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, go away. Those blonde dreadlocks really worked. Did Love you it. Did you think she was hot in there? I totally she, did. Okay, okay, uh, me too. Grace, I was 18. I, I mean, was like, yeah, yeah, I'm like... She, she's so hot, she'll stab me someday. She, don't fall for it. Carry some weight instead of flopping it over her shoulder and going to drink green sea cow milk. The Yeti burps and she's like, oh, definitely a boy. Come on! <laughs> this is cartoon humor. It's the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> the worst thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then John Cena is like, what's boom, boom? And then he sniffs and he's like, oh, you're poopy. It's humorous, guys. It's a Brad Pittisance. Nope, that doesn't work. Red shirt guy. That was literally Let's go. the simplest way I could have explained it. Way too complicated. <laughs> I love yogurt pants. Because <laughs> she, she misunderstood. Anna Kendrick does it again. Um, actually, the turtle <laughs> is a mystic space deity. Because they're old now. Yeah. <laughs> That smell, it's like the planet made a poopy. 